0: More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: The process and the end product are equally as valuable. Yeah, I don't got it yet, but I'm trying. And I see that there's no point in me lying to you. Faces mm. changing, yours ain't been too side. This year ain't been called X, but we can pretend, uh. Like we dancing in South Beach, pretend, uh. Like this
2: car ain't got no squeaks, pretend, uh. Cause I ain't got it on me. You are listening so to, to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you're having a great start to the new week. Before break, we were discussing... A new bill that was just passed or signed into law by California Governor Gavin Newsom. And the Bill 673 is known as the Ebony Alert, which will now be a system very comparable or identical to the existing Amber Alert for missing youth of color. So for black kids that are reported as missing... This bill is measured or aims, I should say, to be utilized as an effective tool to investigate and help locate missing black youth at a faster rate. According to the bill, black children 18 years and under make up 38 percent of missing person cases. And this bill aims to change that statistic. We were asking Truth Nation, do you feel as though there should be multiple alerts based on race air on the truth talk and text line Ari Moore, air can you send me your next i want to make sure i'm pronouncing your name correctly says i believe there should be just one for people who don't care about black people or excuse me black children they'll just ignore it and go on about their day courtney on the truth talk and text line says it's the police the issue, one of in this case, is the police. Some of those that run forces are the ones that burn crosses. We shouldn't need an ebony alert, but until the police stop being slave hunters, we must have it. Um, someone also on the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017, says that bill is so wrong. Same alert for every color.
1: That's the ding right there. That's the thing that I have been trying to express the entire time. And that is there should be one alert for a human life and a child that is missing, not prioritizing based off of their race. I just, I, I mean, because at the bottom line, it's, it, I mean, we, we're not stupid. We know that some people, people will take more priority than others. I mean, if, if, um, if, if something were to happen to a politician's child and this politician is black, I mean, of course, they're going to get more services and and efforts put towards finding their child as for someone that, as opposed to someone that is like, I guess just a normal person who has a normal job, but when you have the same alert, the same urgency for each child that is missing, I think that's the only way that you could go about it. Because like Aramore said, if the police, uh, and we talked about it during the break, uh, DT, if the police or if it goes over the scanner, we have an ebony alert. And and then if they're doing something else, oh, we'll get to that. But again, we have seen it on our I mean, so is it going to have, and I don't know if you have the answer to this, uh, DT, or if we just have to do more research, but will it have the same sort of effect, the same sort of alert? Will the ebony alert be on your cell phones and on your radio and on your television and on traffic signs as you would see amber alerts? I mean, will the ebony alert get the same sort of resources and attention to find black and brown missing kids as Amber Alert does to find apparently I just found out that the Amber Alert is only for finding white kids.
2: Well, to answer your question, at a high level, the answer is yes. Now, depending on the infrastructure in the state of California, uh will will ultimately determine what will be the the platform. So I I would imagine based on the existing massive traffic that exist they will use traffic signs i hope so for the ebony alert but again it you know in terms of like text messaging short quick answer yes however more to come because there are obviously processes and procedures to implement this type of alert on different platforms such as you know cell phones and the radio etc we do have black conscious on the truth talk and text line 833 212 1017 good morning black conscious you are live With DT and Telly, what is your question or comment?
3: Glorious day to be alive. Knowledge yourself, to you, Queen. What up, T? What's going on? So so my question is, we know how the Ember Alerts sound on the regular. So for the other alert, will it be like the Asian door chime,
2: nigger,
3: missing? I mean, what? (laughs) I mean, is we going to have a different chime for that, too? I don't know. Well, come on.
1: Well, Black Consciousness. This is only in the state of California so far. So uh, we're going to see. You know, it's
3: going to run like wildfire now because that's that's the testing ground. These little tests be seeing how it goes over and things of that nature. Wisconsin was once a testing ground. They all have they little testing here and there, and then they jump on like wildfire and just adapt these crazy, insane ideals. And and now I, I, leave, I will.
2: Denise, yes, brother.
3: We on the roll, baby. Come on back to Bear Nation. We on the roll, baby. We finna run it straight. We finna run this whole table. I'm telling
1: you. <laughs> yeah, Come Black Conscious.
3: Back, Bring that jersey back out. Black Conscious, y'all.
1: <laughs> the Bears have won uh, one in a row. I ain't try to hear. they it, won I ain't one ain't in to a to row. They on a streak. <laughs> They've <said, laughs> won That's one in a row, Super Bowl, baby. It <laughs> <laughs> was a
3: Super Bowl,
2: baby. Black
3: hey
2: as much it's as I appreciate water, as as much as I appreciate your enthusiasm, I'm with Telly. He, he said one in a row. you yeah, one in a
3: row.
1: One in
2: a row. <laughs> I'm
3: weak. Hey, I'm so weak. Been, Y'all on a
1: one-game winning lost. streak.
3: That's right, baby. We're back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I will.
2: I will bring out the Bears. I will. I will back. come back. up. Thank All you, I Black Conscious. I will come back to the Bears. I will proudly wear my Bears jersey when they win. I said this before. This is the rules of my engagement. Three consecutive wins. Three. Not one, what you say, Telly, one in a row. <laughs> but in all seriousness, to answer Black Consciousness, actually to, to your point and to Black Consciousness point, this bill was according to the state of California's Senate website. The ebony alert legislation is sponsored by the NAACP mm. California Hawaii State Conference. And the NAACP California-Hawaii State Conference President Rick Callender said this, and I quote, are you ready? Here you go, tell us your answer. And I quote, this is a great first step to mitigating the racial inequities when it comes to black women and children when they go missing. Now, I don't know about you, but when I hear words like first step, I'm sure there's a Zoom going on where (laughs) leaders within the NAACP are saying, you know, when are we going to gauge the results? Is this something that we should be considering with other states? Mm. Should we be talking to legislators in other states where you have 35, 45 percent of missing person cases that are for are regarding black women and children? So more to come. As far as I'm concerned, I I would love to live in a world, Telly, where we only need one alert. I would love that. And I feel you. I feel you. And I, I, I understand what some people are saying in terms of, well, if we're going to have an Ebony alert, some people are going to ignore that. All I'm saying is this. I'm willing to audition it and see if there is a change. Yeah. yeah. A positive anything is better than a negative nothing. So... If we have a huge population of missing Black women and Black children, and it's just cold cases, mm. let's just try this out.
1: Yeah, no, I I didn't say that I am against it. I just it's just hard for me to accept why we got to have two different systems. That's
2: what I'm saying. No, but I'm, that's I, what I'm saying. I, yeah,
1: but I I do feel like yes. I, I mean, wish we anything, lived in a world. Yeah, anything is better than nothing. And yeah. and um. And if this is the first step of why is this the first step now and not before now, but can't worry about that either. But um, if this is the first step and this is uh, continuing dialogue, continuing trying to find ways to bridge that gap, then, yes, I, I, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm
2: going to tell you what y'all gonna get enough of letting uh putting everything and just waiting on the law.
1: Yeah. Let one of yeah. my babies
2: come up missing. <laughs> Regulators.
1: We got Round our up. We got our own. It wasn't s-
2: clear. What? We got our look, black mamas. <laughs> the truth talking text line is 833-212-1017. I am telling you right now, Telly. Mm-hmm. If if my if my children as during their younger years, if they would have came up missing, I would have filed. I would have made one phone call, and it wouldn't have been the Gruber Law. And then it would have been on. I would have not waited. Would, I mean, I would have had. Trust me. Yeah,
1: we we grew up in the same yeah. you know era, and I mean we're one year apart.
2: Are, are you older than me? Please say yes. Please
1: say yes. Uh, we're just gonna <laughs> leave that out there, <laughs> but uh, the. the my question is, and maybe we could go, I'm sure we could go back and figure it out, but why doesn't it seem like there were a whole lot of missing kids when we were growing up? I know a lot of it had to do with we had to be in the house by the streetlights,
2: but... First of all, this is, now this is for com- comedy purposes only, but I, my first answer was... Uh. When well, nobody try to kidnap no black kids. Uh, yeah, Wait, that's what? true. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, that's what we used to always say. But to like,
1: look, look, ran, like, look, they drop us off. They're like, look. Ransom. <laughs>
2: oh, oh, you want how much for little Ray Ray? I tell you what. <laughs> but like, you know what? Keep, Keep him
1: and and uh <laughs> Yeah. See, that's a, that's another reason why black kids didn't get, like, you ain't going to get no or baby. Our mommas would be like, look, you have about a week with that little dude. You'll bring him back. Y'all can't bring you know how much he eat? <laughs> <laughs> You'll bring him back. Choking on hamburgers and stuff. Good luck. Right. So I'm thinking, like, when we were growing up, we didn't hear a lot about that, like, I know in my hood, like, when wasn't nobody getting kidnapped. First of all,
2: you know, I remember, I mean, it was just, you see a white van drive by, and they say, hey, little girl, you want some candy? <laughs> ah!
1: Yes, yes. Stranger you, danger! You, yes.
2: That was our Amber Alert, Ben, back in the day. Yeah. Stranger danger! Yes.
1: Ah, there's was, There's was no Amber, Amber Alert. And, I mean, shoot.
2: But then... Again, make a controversial statement. What nobody trying to kidnap no black kids? What ransom are you going to get?
1: (laughs) I remember (coughs) my mom I I would be like, Man, you know what? Golly, this is this is like prison. I'm running away.
2: (laughs) My mom would be like, Go ahead. No. (laughs) Your siblings would have been like, That's more food for us. (laughs) (laughs) bill <laughs> now we got now we got more vixens at dinner time right. yeah black kids are, yeah yeah but
1: i'm just saying like we didn't that i don't think that was and maybe i just i i didn't know about it because it wasn't in my face but i mean missing kids that wasn't
2: a theme when
1: we were growing up i mean there's a lot of things that weren't a theme back then right. that's a thing now i get that but
2: I believe there were, I think missing children definitely existed. But to your point, I didn't know a lot. Like, I didn't know of any black kids. Yeah. And I'm not trying to make this racial, but I'm just saying it really, because, you know, back in the days it was, we have your child. We want $10,000 in the next two hours. Or you're not going to see him again. little Johnny is never going to be seen again. Yeah, because you, you ain't gonna black kidnap no black kids, especially if
1: ass. the wrong one. If you ain't yeah. kidnapping Denzel's kids, <laughs> like, if you ain't so gonna. <laughs> like, ah! I, you know, I ain't got nobody. <laughs> be, hey, we the only ones, <laughs> we the only ones to kidnap a call and be yeah. like, hey, I need two G's by Thursday. I'm like, hey, man, so can we like do a payment plan? Like, look,
2: can, I, can I give you half? It's a payment plan. <laughs> See, I know what it's like because I was a single black mom. I'd have been like, now, hold on. If I give you 2000 <laughs> but if you keep him, then I'll have $4,000. <laughs> like, look, man. The math is finally mathing.
1: <laughs> hey, you making a deal for your own kid. So check this out. i give you $1,209. Just have him come back on weekends. And then when I pay
2: you off... <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. You call my mom and dad right now, and they gonna tell you if somebody kidnapped Denise, she would be back dropped off within two hours with her mouth be like, and just like, talk, 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 I'm talk, good. talk.
1: Yeah, be like, I'm gonna go get another kid. Look, I'm gonna go to Germantown and get me a kid. I ain't about to be getting y'all off Burley. Y'all too much hassle. But look, they would look. I can see it now.
2: Ding dong. Can I help you? Uh, we're dropping your daughter off. We didn't know she was missing. We didn't know she was gone. <laughs> but thank you. Hey, hey, or like, can her, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Told y'all. Told y'all. Now you see what we got to go through every day. <laughs> All right. Wait a minute. Marlin. Before
1: we go, Craig hit us up on the talk <laughs> text line. Craig says, Amber alert in the black neighborhood. You hear a series of whistles <laughs> and ooty Okay. And the cavalry is coming. You feel me? We locked, loaded, and, and hunting. You better know that's they right. They butts down.
2: You, you hear me? You better know that's right. Look, y'all, this is, a, this is not funny, but you know how Telly and I are. We got Marlon. Marlon, good morning. You are live with DT. Tia Telly on the best morning show. What is your question or comment?
1: Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Great. How are you? Do you remember? Good. Do you remember? There was a bunch of like black kids who were taken and killed in Atlanta when we were growing up. I forget what it was called. They called it something. But because of that, like
2: no kids were outside for a long. time. I do time. remember. There's a documentary yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah you're on right. Netflix. I, I yeah. can't remember it. Let me yes, look it up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there and were I mean, a bunch the only, of kids. That's, yeah. the
3: only time, yeah, and that's the only time I really remember a lot of black kids. But, you
1: know, again, it has to do with technology and social media and stuff like that as well. But
3: I do remember that, and I remember people so, keeping their kids in the house
1: Marlin,
2: because
3: of Atlanta kids.
1: Yes, Marlon, yes. that was
2: the Atlanta murders of 1979 through 1981. Yes. Um, it was called the yes. Atlanta Child Murders, where a series of children over a two-year period, and they said it was at least 28 children, adolescents, and adults were killed. Wayne Williams, an Atlanta native who was 23 years old at the time of the last murder, was arrested, tried, and convicted of two of the adult murders and sentenced to two consecutive life terms. Yes, and it was 14-year-old Edward Hope Smith, 14-year-old Milton Harvey, 9-year-old Yusef Bell, and the list goes on and on. So this happened between 1979 and to your point, Marlin, it was 12, 11, nine-year-olds. It was kids. So yes, that is actually real. And there is a documentary on yes. Netflix about I really this. Thank do you. Yeah, that. thank good, you for bringing that to our attention. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But uh, it, it is. Uh, and Spike Lee says uh, on the True Talk to Text line, the reason we didn't know it was less information that we could consume. Uh, uh, great point, Spike Lee, because. Uh, Just like we didn't hear about it. We didn't hear about it on the news or anything like that when black children went missing. So um, you're right. They just there wasn't a lot of information and there wasn't a lot of attention put towards it.
2: Madison says on the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017. If they want to give us a separate Amber Alert, why stop there? Give us a separate everything. Wow. Hey, this is the truth. (laughs) All right, look, when we come back, we're going to get into another hot topic. Now, I'm already prepared for the rest of the show to be about this, but there has been some recent controversy where black parents of biracial children or children that are close proximity to looking white are being accused to the point where the law enforcement is getting involved of human trafficking their kids. When we come back, we're going to get into a very, very recent incident that happened with an airline that I already don't like. More to come on the best morning show on planet Earth. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 1017 FM, The Truth.
0: More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. More of truth be told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
2: Can't be any geek off the street. Got to be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Earn, you keep. Regulator. That's it, right there. That's my Amber Alert. <laughs> that's my Amber Alert, y'all. You better know it. I am telling you, in high school, when this first when this song first dropped, and it came out, I think, in 93, because that's when it was off the Above the Rim soundtrack. Shout out to Tupac Shakur and Leon.
1: Leon.
2: <laughs> Ladies love Leon. And so the Above the Rim soundtrack, if you have not heard it, you need to listen to it. It's one of the greatest movie soundtracks of all time. But that was the song, the album, that that song premiered on by Warren G, Dr. Dre's cousin, straight out of Nate Dogg. Uh, and Nate Dog. What part of um the Bay Area? Uh, Where they from? No, no,
1: no. They from Long Beach. Long Beach, yeah. yeah.
2: with Snoop Dogg, yeah, and, yeah. But it, when that p- song first came out in my junior year, mm. that's when you knew it was about to go down because you would hear regular. <laughs> All
1: right, get this really quick
2: before we get to our next topic. This is when. This is when, telly, you know, our generation, we actually partied outside and mm-hmm. had house parties. And <laughs> I remember we were at this uh, park cookout. You know, all the girls was wearing a cute, sh- the Daisy Dukes mm-hmm. and, the, you know, the, all that. Them girl, them Daisy Dukes, oh, I, I want, want you to, to look, I'm good, I'm look, look at them girl, Daisy Dukes. He's totally checked out. He's like, there go <laughs> them old people talking again. What's a Daisy Duke? <laughs> Anywho. And these two like uh, I don't I don't want to say gangs, that's so racial, racial, but it was like one hood versus mm. another hood. Yeah, that and, block versus that block. And yeah. one of them came out with that Louisville slugger.
1: Ooh, ooh.
2: Ooh, 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 <laughs> ooh. And played this song. When I tell you it was like the color purple when Sophia was like, <laughs> when she hit, no, she said, what she said to Sophia that triggered her? She slapped her, didn't she, or something? Uh, she, she she said, "You ain't nothing but a big old half a hot." And then I think yeah, she,
1: she punched her. And yeah, everybody was like, yeah. "Gotta go, yeah, gotta go, gotta go." That's yeah. how
2: when you heard this song, "Gotta Go," that was the Amber Alerts. Anywho, this is a very very interesting and disturbing story, y'all, that we're about to get into. And the truth talking text line. I'm gonna actually say it twice because I know. Y'all going to have some feelings about this. But before I do that, I got to give Terry a shout out because we were talking about the Amber Alert and this new Ebony Alert for black kids in the state of California that was just passed. And Terry said, not looking for black children is a mindset. So changing the name is not going to make them look for us. The mindset needs to be changed. Can we get a ding ding on that, Benjamin? That is a word right there. Yeah. Now. Speaking of racism and racial profiling, a black man, black musician actually, was confronted by an American Airlines employee Mm -hmm. during a flight and notified the police officers to the point where when he landed with his two biracial children, The police were there waiting for him. Now, American Airlines has had to apologize, has had, look at me, I'm already pumped up, (laughs) has apologized to a black musician by the name of David Ryan Harris, who said that he was stopped on suspicion that he was human trafficking his own children who are biracial on a flight last month. So this this the New York Times, TMZ, everybody has covered this story as of this week. And it happened last month. Now, airlines, including American Airlines, supposedly have adopted policies and training programs. Let me not say supposedly have adopted policies and training programs to prevent human trafficking and child exploitation. Obviously, racial sensitivity was not part of this. David Ryan Harris says, and he's 55, that he and his two children, Truman, 12 years old, and Hendrick, 7 years old, were flying on an American Airlines flight. American Airlines, American Airlines, American <laughs> Airlines, because y'all pissed me off last week anyway. karma is something boy. else. I'm telling y'all, y'all going to quit messing with people who got their own radio Tr- show. Trigger word. <laughs> <clears throat> From Atlanta to Los Angeles on September 15th to see the L.A. Rams play the San Francisco 49ers at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. About 30 minutes before the plane landed, Brother Harris said a flight attendant asked his children, didn't even go to him, went to the three children, asked some questions, including, what are your names? Now, the the boy named Hendricks is very shy and had already been woken up early to catch this flight. So he had to prompt his son to, To respond, which then gave the flight attendant the green light to call the police with concern that perhaps his mixed children weren't his children. And when I say mixed, I'm using his words. Biracial children that weren't his children because they were unresponsive during the interaction with her. Ain't, as my dad says, ain't that about nothing. Oh, my
1: goodness. Yeah. When you, when you told me about this, I was, I was, um, I was really disturbed because, uh, I know how that feels. I, I know, um, I told you about an incident when, uh, me and my family lived in Minneapolis and someone asked my wife if my daughter was biracial because she was, you know, she was younger. She was really, really light. And, uh, And I guess they saw how dark I was and be like, there's no way that those two could produce that child, which I don't understand. But I wasn't around, so I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. But, yeah, someone asked my wife if my daughter was biracial. Now, Why does that matter? I have no idea. Um, It
2: doesn't. And it shouldn't. Now, Mr. Harris goes on to say, check this out, y'all. When they landed— there was an American Airlines, American Airlines, American Airlines employee, along with police officers that get this telly, because, you, you know, as a parent, the one thing you don't play with is your kids. So he's having to manage yeah. these mixed emotions of remaining calm, but also protecting his children. Mm-hmm. Do you know they have the audacity Totally bypassed him. His kids are right there asking the kids, are you OK? Yeah. Mr. Harris said he wanted to go through the roof, but he did not want to see his kids see him handle the situation other than with grace and class. So Mr. Harris said that he and his children were eventually allowed to continue on to the baggage claim area and were not given a apology. He filed a complaint form. Which is nothing that kills me. Because I don't know if y'all have ever filed a complaint form with American Airlines. It's like writing a dissertation when you (laughs) messed up. You're going to give me homework after you didn't mess up. And when the airline didn't respond, check this out. He started posting on social media. And he posted the videos because, see, he had his smartphone going while this was happening. And, of course, American Airlines then issued an apology
1: only because there is video.
2: Now, the statement said that the investigation determined that we, and I'm quoting, we and our flight attendant realized that our policies regarding suspected human trafficking were not followed. Our flight attendant, are you ready for this, y'all? This is what American Airlines said. Our flight attendant realizes that their interaction and observations did not meet the criteria that human trafficking was taking place. Our flight attendant in question wanted to make sure that you were aware that they sincerely offer a heartfelt apology to you and your family for their actions and the results that their actions generated.
1: Man, Uh, look,
2: go ahead with all that.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, go ahead with all that. uh, Here is the thing, because I'm sure. I gotta say this real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Because when white people go to Africa and China and come back with adopted children, don't nobody say nothing. Yeah. And here we are, a black man with his children that are of skin color, of close proximity to whiteness. Then all of a sudden, it's a problem. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've had like friends, that same situation, where it's like, are you ready for the black women? Oh, it's not human trafficking, it's Oh, is that your nanny? That's your nanny? <laughs> yeah, I got your nanny.
1: <laughs> but let's <laughs> did there There's so many wrong things that's, that's wrong with this. But let's just start off with stereotypes versus stereotypes that are convenient. American when Airlines. You, oh, when sorry. you want them petty. to be <laughs> <laughs> like stereotypes when they are convenient for you. OK, there is a stigma that um, black men don't take care of their kids. Mm-hmm. Black fathers are missing. Come And, on, and they're taking. You I'm know. gonna go on you. Go ahead. Okay. Go so, ahead. so in one instance we don't take care of our kids, but in another instance we're about to go steal somebody else's. <laughs> like, come on! It can't be both. Can't, cannot be both. That's that's number one. Number two. If this person that made this mistake, that didn't line up with American Airlines policies and things like that, what happens to that employee? Nothing happens to the employee. There's no ramifications or consequences for their actions. While this parent and children, you don't know what the long-term effects are. You don't know how many times after this, They're going to ask, Dad, is that going to happen all the time? Or, Dad, why don't they think I belong to you? Or, Dad, what was up with that? So these are all the questions moving forward that this parent may have to answer. And you don't know what type of long-term effect that situation may have. But this person continues to go to work the next day and business as usual
2: say that part one more again
1: this person gets to go to work the next day and the T- next day and being, business
2: as usual he's being refined let me go ahead and just say how I, i'm gonna <laughs> say it the gangster way they still getting a check yeah and you know what this is why if we could please get secretary pete Buttigieg, because when i tell y'all it, the only way and i'm not saying whether how i'm voting or not but i was telling my friend the other day if they don't fire him you, Biden, you ain't getting no vote for me if Pete Buttigieg is your secretary of transportation right now. I'm going to tell you that right now. You are not getting my vote. If your cabinet, and he's a homeboy, he's from, he's from Terre Haute.
1: Yeah, yeah. I,
2: Pete Buttigieg, I promise you, if you're li- if anyone that's an elected official or legislator that is listening to this show right now that knows Pete Buttigieg, Secretary Buttigieg, please have him call into the show because I got so many questions. Him and the FAA. Uh, Why are these airlines not being held accountable? Here's the statement that American Airlines issued to the New York Times. And I quote. We strive to create a positive, welcoming environment for everyone who travels with us and apologize for any misunderstanding that may have occurred in the words. And that's end quote in the words of Cat Williams. Don't be sorry. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. Don't be sorry. I don't need your apology. Right. I am so sick and tired of because, you know, as a frequent flyer who use it, I have because I live in Dallas and Milwaukee. When I when I'm in Milwaukee, I use Delta. <clears throat> but doggone it, like I gotta use American tonight. I'm going back to Dallas tonight. Yeah. And y'all, mm-hmm. when I tell y'all, please pray for That's me. The hub. Because they are so rude. It's not even funny from, I mean, just disrespectful. And I'm so tired of these airlines. It's not just American Airlines. I'm so tired of these airlines issuing these apologies and using words like we strive. You are lying. Uh,
1: How about putting in there, we strive, but we have fallen short more often than not.
2: And and thank you for saying that. I know we got to go to break, Ben, but you know the reason why I'm mad at Buttigieg? Because these airlines, they don't have enough flight attendants and they don't have enough pilots. Mm-hmm. So guess what happens when you don't have quality team members? You get the bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. That lady, and you got some people who are so desperate to exercise their racism, they are literally applying to yeah. be flight attendants because mm-hmm. they know they can get away with it. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. And please, if you're listening and you work for any airline, you want to be anonymous, if anybody knows Pete check I'm here. Let's go. Let's go. Because I'm so sick of this. 833-212-1017. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We'll be back.
0: Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 the Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
2: You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We're coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. I came and talk the airlines that got me so frustrated. Let me let me calm down a little bit because here's here's the facts. I, I'm taking my frustration out on. Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, but that that's actually misallocated frustration. So let me let me go to the facts. Let me remove okay. the emotion. The reason why is because at the end of the day. Pete Buttigieg, you know, he oversees the the federal regulation aspects of modes of transportation in this country. But at the end of the day, the airlines, they are private. They're private companies. Mm-hmm. And so they can, you know, have. Whatever policies or procedures that they want to have, especially when it comes to discrimination and, you know, racial sensitivity, etc. That's why uh, when folks started flying, returning to flying after the pandemic, you had some airlines removing the use of alcohol or serving alcohol on their flights. And some others kept kept the the booze flowing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I I don't want to misplace my frustration. However. I I do want to say this. As consumers. There has to be something that we must do because these airlines are getting completely out of hand and they're leaning on we don't have enough employees, which is a fact. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, y'all are still making money. Yeah, You are still making money. I don't even get me started on what my accountant tells me that I spend on flights alone every month. Now, back to this brother. If you're just tuning in, we were talking about a brother by the name of David Ryan Harris, and he's actually a very well-known performing musician and he was on a flight with his two children who are biracial and that basically means they are of close proximity in terms of their skin color to to white and long story short on an american airlines american airlines american airlines flight (laughs) y'all gonna keep keep messing with these (laughs) these reporters and a flight attendant basically called the law enforcement authorities and asked the children, were they okay? Because she basically called the authorities, the police, and said, there is a black man with white children on this flight. And one of the children, which who was very shy and had just, you know, had, had to wake up early, wasn't responding to the flight attention. She was like, oh, that's it, yep. He has kidnapped these children. I am accusing him of human trafficking. American Airlines issued... What I call uh, the most irresponsible, disrespectful response, which was a form of an apology saying that we strive to create a positive, welcoming environment for everyone who travels with us and apologize for any misunderstanding that may have occurred. Well, yeah, that's the same as the U.S. Constitution saying that everybody should be created equal. <laughs> but that's not the case now, is it? <laughs> is it, Telly? Nah,
1: that's not. I think this flight attendant thought she was being a a shero and she was going to end up on 60 Minutes and Dateline and giving her story of, I just used my instincts. I knew something wasn't right and I mean I'm telling you. I I mean No, because... I use my
2: white supremacy.
1: <laughs> I use
2: my white per, per, su- supremacy. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of and this sounds really, you know, trivial, but I'm telling y'all right now, the the pickings are slim, Telly. Yeah. For quality flight attendants. They ain't like they used to be. But go ahead, I'm sorry. No,
1: I, no, no. I, I agree. I think that, again, I believe that uh when you miss the mark sometime, you should be Big enough to say, hey, that was my fault. I thought I saw something that I didn't. Besides just running behind policies and things like that. Because like you said, you haven't heard anything from the flight attendant. You're hearing from oh, you're not American Airlines.
2: First of all, American Airlines is probably like, don't say anything. Yeah, We yeah. will handle this. Even an
1: apology. We
2: will apologize. And you know, the thing is, I'm so sick of people apologizing. Because that's a very traumatic experience mm-hmm. for both the children as well as the parent. Now... Mr. Harris has filed a petition um, and many petitions now are being filed on a website called change.org. It's a website where you can actually start petitions. Um, His goal was to have 2,500 signatures. He's already received 1,737. And his proposal is for the TSA, which is the transportation security administration. And that's a whole nother episode that they implement the practice of mandatory ID checks for children under the age of 18 when traveling with their parents or legal guardians. So that way from his lens, it'll prevent all that. But see, the thing is you got a lot of kids who don't have the same last name as their parents. And quite frankly, don't look like a spitting image of their parents
1: or their their ID. I mean, when my children were 10, 11 years old outside of, I don't even think they had school IDs until you get into middle school. So um, that's that's another issue, uh, because if you're 9, 10, 11 years old, you may not have ID.
2: Again, Telly, if that would have happened to me, you think Drake's plane is nice? <laughs> <laughs> After that lawsuit, you think Drake's 767 is, is nice? <laughs> I would have been like, Telly. Where you got to go? You got to go to uh, Notre Dame? <laughs> Take my plane. <laughs> Denise, how did you get a plane? <laughs> because I don't accept weak apologies. <laughs> I don't need your apology.
1: Yeah. And again, I mean, people make mistakes, but I mean, there's a way to go about rectifying your mistake. So and that, that was
2: a mistake, Tilly?
1: No, I'm just saying it just in general, if, if they want to call it a mistake. But I, do you I think just,
2: it was a mistake?
1: Uh... I don't know. I don't know. I do think that it was poor judgment of sticking your nose in it.
2: Let me ask you this. How many cases have you or how many incidents have been reported where you uh, read about white parents that were traveling back from China or Africa with their adopted children being racially? Oh, I'm never. Sorry, being, never. Yeah. You ain't even
1: got to finish. Never.
2: Exactly. That
1: never happens. And so, again, I think that uh, this was a very overzealous uh flight attendant who thought they may have seen something, and because okay, on the flip side, I know what you know playing devil's advocate could be, and it was like, well, what if he really did, uh, you know, steal those kids, and and uh, and she didn't say anything. Well, then you might
2: as well. Here's the thing: if 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 you are implementing training procedures. That, you know, say, hey, there's a lot of human trafficking that takes place, you know, on airplanes. Then do that for everybody. Be consistent. Yes. Just like they check everybody's ID, then check everybody's yeah. kids yeah. so that there won't be any of this risk. That is true. Period. Yeah. Just like we don't need multiple alerts. <laughs> then we'll just have, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. This is all about if you're going to say, okay, well, I thought, well, then do that for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Period. Because, I again, I've told y'all stories, Truth Nation. It never fails. Are you, you know, this This, this is first class or this, yeah. do, do you, this is a sky lounge. I need to see white man right in front of me, mm-hmm. you know, got his suit on looking all executive like, presidential like, walks, right on, walks in. right on air. Here come DT looking like $2.2 trillion because yeah. my grandmother, Essie Beulah Thomas, may she rest in heaven, literally made me and my cousins and we would fly to see my aunt, her daughter in DC. We were—I'm talking about the scalp was just shining with grease, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we had the we had the lace white socks with the uh, shiny patent leather shoes. Uh-huh. We looked like kids who treated flying like a luxury. Yeah, And so that has always been embedded in me. Very rarely do you see me flying and not looking fly because there's a lot of things that happen, you know, through just your appearance. Oh, now, yeah. I, in all fairness, there have been times where before I was flying business or first class— I would get upgraded because of how I look because of my attire. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm part of the first class club, racism, oh my gosh. And you know, I have to pick my battles because at the end of the day, tell you, is what I tell myself. Mm-hmm. Now I could sit here and cuss this person out, mm-hmm. but there's check, there's a check waiting on me where I'm landing. Yeah, uh, yeah. So let me just go ahead and, and not and get there and just get there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so traumatic. It's so exhausting because I'm like I paid just as much money. Oh yeah. As this person did. We got to take a break. We come back. Truth Nation. The Troop talking but D says you getting DT hyped up. Mm-mm. Honey, I stay hyped up. <laughs> Catch me when I'm not. And then you-
3: <laughs> The truth talking text line is 833.
2: But, Medea, in all seriousness, we do have to get hyped up. That's why we are Milwaukee's only 11 consecutive hours of Black Talk Radio because this is 250 years almost of where this country has existed, and we are still having these types of conversations. That definitely warrants me being hyped up. We'll be back.
0: Don't touch that dial. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Yeah. You all know what it is, Truth
3: Nation!
0: truth of the matter
1: hey you heard him that's right it's that time of the show at the end of each show we give our takeaways from the topics that we have discussed and we go with the truth of the matter i'll kick it off today my truth of the matter alerts yes I can appreciate Governor Gavin Newsom of California passing and signing a bill into law that there will be a new uh, ebony alert that will focus on black and brown missing children. Yeah, that's a start. But why are we starting now? Why hasn't this been in play ever since the Amber Alert? was put into play. Now, I guarantee that they failed to say that the Amber Alert only focused on white children, missing children, but it should just be one alert. That's my thing. That's my truth of the matter. And uh, it's good that they're taking a the first step, but this is a step that should have been taken a long time ago.
2: Totally agree. My truth of the matter is what we're seeing right now in Israel, the war you know, a lot of us we we sit back, and we say, you know, I don't want no parts of what's going on over there. Let me tell you something right now. That was very. People are saying that was very similar to 9/11. No, that was not a 9/11. That was a Pearl Harbor. They surprised. There was no warning. They came from nowhere. And don't think that. And again, I don't want to create fear, but the truth of the matter is, is that these wars that we're seeing, it is it, giving me World War Three vibes. And so, the presidential election's coming up, y'all. National security. Because we are starting to get involved. The truth of the matter is, know your history and do your research on why this war is starting and what are the signs that took place when Pearl Harbor was attacked. Yeah. That's my truth of the matter.
1: Ben, you got it? You know what? Uh, I'm gonna wrap this up really quick, cause uh, you know what, DT, I feel your sentiments. Okay, screw American Airlines, y'all still owe
2: me money. Yes. All right, 114 dollars. I still need that. All right. Right. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Oh no, apology. That's my truth of the matter. I know that's right, Benjamin. Look, y'all, make it a great day. We love y'all so much. Thanks for tuning in. Up next, my brother from another mother, Sherwin Hughes. Stay tuned.
1: Peace out.